0: Just a reminder, something we've mentioned before, but that I continue to find helpful to remind myself, is at any point in practice, especially the beginning of a practice period, to, uh, well, it's a little practice called the Three Excellences, but really it's the beginning of a practice period, sitting, walking, eating, the day, here, really the day. Take a take a couple moments to consciously reconnect with your your really your inner motivation, your your aspiration. You know, kind of reconnecting with our why we're practicing. Not in the grasping trying to get somewhere mode, of course. But I find for me when it's getting a bit rote or difficult, or whatever, I'm trying to meditate too much. Just reconnecting with that, a resetting of conscious aspiration can be quite helpful. You see, whenever I come in and bow to the the Buddha statue and taking the refuges, and I'm doing that, And then you let it go, the second part and just practice awareness, doing your practice, not trying to think about or bring aspiration with you. That just has informed the chitta, the consciousness, and we just be present with this now. And the third part, at the end of the day, or at the end of a period. That sense of uh, sharing the merit or the beneficial energies, just that sense of, for me, it's, you know, when I say at the end of the sitting, may our practice be shared with all beings for their benefit, for their awakening, you know, sometimes it just feels like words. But again and again, remembering that, offering that, it starts to deepen, to go in. To really uh, start to and continue to actualize the sense that even we're sitting here seemingly self-involved in silence, there's a way that this this commitment to awareness and growing wisdom this this willingness to be with the mind and body as it's arising in this moment with kindness with willingness to just meet fully that this isn't just for ourselves it really does begin to actualize the sense that i we are doing this yes for our own well-being And also for that of all beings, for the world, for those we meet. And I find actually as that deepens over time, that kind of feeds back into strengthening my aspiration, like the times when things are tough in practice or life, I mean, no difference. Or maybe not even tough, I just basically don't like it. I want to be doing something else. Basically means I want something else to be arising now instead of this, which is out of my control anyway. That sense of refuge and awareness as a support for other beings in the world for helping to make this world a kinder place that strengthens uh, my aspiration, my determination, Vuria, Okay. If it's just for me, maybe I'd write it off. But if it might help all beings. Okay. It's like this now. It can be here. Some ways I've discovering over so many years that the the more natural our trust is in awareness and being present keeps clarifying the motivation. You know, our motivation, the thoughts about it, of course, change as wisdom grows, as compassion grows, as we're less seduced, by clinging and selfing. It's still happening. But as we get less seduced, the motivation, our aspiration, you know, keeps purifying, really, naturally. Not an act of will. But as with all wholesome qualities, Awareness, wisdom, just resting with meeting that quality of heart-mind helps to feed it, helps to strengthen it. Just a natural law, nothing we're doing personally. was speaking yesterday with an old friend <coughs> who has been practicing this awareness practice many, many years. And she was expressing like a new depth of trust and refuge in awareness that, in her words, was blowing her away. But in a very simple way, in her life, in her daily life, she just finished a retreat, but this is daily life stuff. And when we met, she'd just come from a difficult phone call. Difficult, not interpersonally, but because she's facing severe health challenges, aging. Of course, there's some, you know, fear and upset, in the heart-mind. She said even on the call she was crying. It was difficult and upsetting. That had been maybe... I was in the car on the way to our meeting. And she said, just naturally recognize how awareness of what was occurring of the upset She said, "It's so different. The awareness is such a refuge, and how it's and it feels like it's saving her life. And the peace that she was saying had dropped in more clearly for her. The awareness of the moods, the fears, the physical sensations, awareness." When you really surrender to it, it manifests by actually, she said, being with all the difficulty, the emotions, the fears, the thoughts, the sensations. She said the refuge in awareness was being with it fully in a way that she hadn't realized before how some subtle way of trying to meditate trying to do awareness of the difficult. It's sort of like observing it, and then like bouncing away. You observe it, and then everything should kind of mellow out. She said, no, this was just letting it live its life. The awareness right there, but the refuge awareness, she said, it was miraculous to her how she described it. So simple. And I feel like our whole lives of practice, we just keep relaxing and trusting more and more. We all have different angles. She said it's like a a giant puzzle, all her life of practice, and different pieces drop in at different times. I think it's like that for all of us. And we're all, we all have different conglomeration of pieces that are in there and pieces that need to drop in. Why we can't compare with one another, because we're all completely different. So I just want to read a little from a different voice, Ajahn Sumedho. the same thing. It is often said that the Buddhist way is not to grasp. But that can become just another statement that we grasp and hold on to. It's catch-22. No matter how hard you try to make sense out of it, you end up in confusion because of the limitation of language and perception. Awareness goes beyond language and perception. The only way to go beyond thinking and emotional habit is through awareness of them, through awareness of thought, through awareness of emotion. The island that you cannot go beyond, which is a metaphor for nibbana, is the metaphor for this state of being awake and aware as opposed to the concept of becoming awake and aware. May the beneficial energies of our practice together be shared with all beings everywhere. May our sincere dedication to awakening be a cause and condition for the awakening of all beings everywhere.